Beers and Banter, episode 41. We've got uh, Lukey G in the house tonight, former Renault driver. We'll talk a little bit of NRL, I'm sure. AFL, UFC. We may even go down the the uh, UFO. I nearly said UFC again. UFO rabbit hole. Let's do it. Woo! As always, we appreciate the support of the team at Gripstar Socks. Gripstar Anti-Slip Socks feature panels that create traction that improves speed, acceleration and stability. Gripstar Socks are designed to deliver maximum comfort and flexibility, featuring a breathable mesh design that removes sweat and reduces odours. Perfect for high movement sports, working on your feet or lounging safely at home. Seriously grippy. Lukey G, welcome back to the Sweaty Box. Matty Burrell, how are you, mate? Oh, I'm a little bit rusty, actually. I feel a bit nervous. Yeah, I know. You're a, you're a little bit all over the place trying to set it all up. I I'm don't a... know. I, I think I'm worried that Queensland's about to go straight back into lockdown. Oh, uh, yeah. Look, it's best just not to worry about it. Because Pro- if it's going to happen, it's it's going to happen. So there's no point stressing before it happens. That's kind of how I do things. I think the footy teams might, or the footy codes might, you know, we've already got a lot of them based here in southeast Queensland. They're going to have to look at an island, I think. Footy, yeah. footy Island. Yeah, yeah, well, it could work, you know. It worked for the UFC. seems to be running pretty well. So, yeah, why not? I've had a couple of good cards up there. What's the, what's, maybe one of those uh, those islands that no one ever goes to off the Sunshine Coast. Was it Old Lady Island or something? What about Bribey? Just go to Bribey Island. I suppose no one really wants to go there. Just put some security guards on the on the bridge. Well, there, there's already some there. Is it? Yeah, for the Sand Link. They can just switch them over to football and, yeah, go well. So, tonight... I've never had these before. I'm drinking John Boston, the surprise summer ale. Have you ever had these? I've had the I've had the pale ale before. Um, haven't had the summer ale. It's, um, it's not bad. It says on the nice back, light. opportunist John Boston voyaged across the Pacific on the HMS Surprise to join the new colony down under. Soon after his arrival, he brewed Australia's first beer using corn bittered with love apple stalks. Named in his honour, this new beer has been brewed in a state-of-the-art brewery and features no corn or stalks, <laughs> just fruity ale, summer ale. So really nothing like what... No, no. So it's did. nothing like it. what it used to be. We're just using his name. Anyway, uh, it was the right price today at the bottle so I thought I'd give it a crack. Yeah, nice. Check it out. Yeah, I love those uh, I love those ten for the $10 deals when you've, you know, you've bought a carton. Another six of a ten bucks? Can't, yeah. Can't I, stop it. I feel like when you buy a six-pack, it's really an inefficient way to buy your beer. And really, the ten-pack is too, but it makes me feel better than buying a six-pack. That's fair enough. Fits in the fridge nice. Cans seem to be the way to go for, uh, you know, you, when you're doing all the recycling thing, you know, you're ten cents a can. You doing that? No. No, I am I am, I am recycling, but, um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't cash them in. I, I keep them. I tell, them, tell myself it's for the kids, but really... <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> that's just my PayPal money. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what, what's been happening? Mate, not much. Um, you look a bit different when you were near last. I know. I've had a haircut. I've probably lost, probably lost 10 kilos or something. But, um, yeah, no, feeling good. Um, yeah, everything, yeah, I guess uh, with everything in COVID, um, I've actually come out the other end all right. So, yeah, no, I can't, no, no complaints over here. That's so good. Let's just fingers crossed that we don't get a second wave up here and... Yeah, keep those Victorians down south. Yeah, well, it seems like returning Queenslanders could be the problem as well. Well, you know, returning Loganers. 
Oh, jeez. You, <laughs> you want that? Oh, send your hate mail directly to Luke, please. Yeah, no worries. Uh, there's a lot going on. Uh, I, th- I thought I'd call this pod It's for Fischl. Yeah, yeah. I heard uh, Titans have signed for Feeder. How good's that? So the Titans lost to the Panthers on the weekend, but they really they they won the battle for Fafita's signature. There's been a bit of a buzz around town. I was sceptical of the money early on. I'm not sure whether it was worth it or not, but now that it, it's official, or for official, as I like to say, I want to really get behind it. I think it's got to be a positive for the club. Potentially, I've heard it from multiple people now that are already sort of saying that's potentially the catalyst for young kids to want to play for the Titans on the Gold Coast. So I think it's huge news for the Titans. It could really change the trajectory of the club. Um, yeah, it's a lot of money, but, you know, managed properly. You know, Tom Wallow's on similar money, but this makes him, I think, the highest paid forward in the game. And let's hope um, it really spurs the Titans onto the next level. Yeah, yeah, I think it's got every opportunity to, and I think that's what t- Titans needs a superstar. Yeah, um, they need someone to get behind the team, someone to turn up to the game, someone to watch. So, um, well, <laughs> if they can turn up to the games, but you know what I mean. Before this was, it was probably Jared Hayne was the biggest signing. That's unfortunate. But yeah, and I don't think um, it. Obviously, we all know that that didn't really work out in the end, but. We've got him for three years at the beginning of his contract. So it's not like we've paid big money for a guy trying to finish his contract. So essentially the next three years, Dave Fafita is still going to be playing for his future. You know what I mean? There's, yeah. there's no point in him coming here and retiring after his time at the Titans. He's he's going to be coming here and he's still hungry, still young. We're getting him in his best years. I guess the hope is that we build a good enough club around him that um, he stays on after that as well. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I think uh, positive signs for the Titans and, um, yeah, ho- hopefully it all works out. I was a little bit disappointed. You know, there's some stalwarts at the club that have really been here for all the hard times and I would have liked to have seen a few of those stay. Uh, it looks like Ryan James is on his way out the door, which uh, that's tough for the club. He's he's missed the last two seasons with knee surgeries, but he's really been the heart and soul of the team for quite a few years. So I would have liked to have seen him be around for the for the good times as well. Um, but it looks like we've lost him to Canberra. Uh, some of the other news, it, it appears that uh, Shannon Boyd and um, Bryce Cartwright will be will be leaving the club as well, which does free up some cap space for us. Um, hopefully to be able to surround those guys with some good players. But um, yeah, positive, positive weekend for the Titans, even though we didn't win the footy game. No, that's good. Yeah, good stuff. What about um, the Suns? The Suns went close on the weekend. I know the, the AFL's right in the middle of um, basically a smorgasbord of games. I think it, there's AFL on the telly every night. I'm not seeing it all, but I did catch the Suns game. Uh, I think it was, oh, if I go back, it's Thursday or Friday. I thought they were going to get there. They just got edged out right at the end. Um, I think guys at Rankin took a mark late in the game, and I thought, here, here we, he's going to kick them home, but um, didn't quite get there, but... Positive signs for the Suns as well. They're going really well. Um, all the pot, all the people that have been commenting that they want to see some more AFL content. I'm trying. Uh, stick with me. We'll um, got a few people that we're trying to get on the pod that'll that'll help boost the AFL stakes. Sorry, guys, won't be this episode. Well, <laughs> it, won't, <laughs> it won't be Loki. Um, what do you think of the UFC on the weekend? Yeah, I thought it was good. Um, it was good to see. Uh, uh, it was good to see Whitaker get up. Um, I thought it was a great fight. Um, you know, first round, I thought Darren Till sort of had it over him. And I was like, ooh, 
my money could have gone the wrong way. But um, no, it's it, it was a good fight. It was good to see five rounds as well. I was kind of I was half expecting maybe a knockout there in the third or the fourth. But um, no, it was good. Yeah, and both fighters were in it the whole time. It's what you want. Um, I I did I did have it. Uh, Whitaker four one, but like like you've said, you know, there's, there's plenty of people that had it two two going into the fifth. So yeah, um, yeah, no, no, it was a good fight. Uh, Darren Till seems like a uh, good, you know, I think he's got a, I I think he's had his drums in the past, but he he seems like a he, he seems like a fun fella to watch. I, I sort of follow him. Um, he's got nothing to uh, hang his head about. It was a tough fight. He ate some serious shots from Whitaker. Yeah. Um, Rob just looked completely different to the fight with Adesanya, uh, which yeah, which possibly was his state of mind back then. He was he seemed to he's he's come out since and he nearly quit the sport um, since that loss because it was all just too much. Yeah, it? do you think a part of it he, you know, when he fought Adesanya, you know, he was defending a title. Do you think he maybe went into that fight a little bit too defensive rather than sort of having a point to prove? It kind of seemed like he had a point to prove going into this fight. Yeah, for sure, he's yeah. uh, refreshed. His head's back in the game. He's hungry again. Whereas I think the, well, from his interviews, it seems like the the crown of being champ was wearing thin, because yeah, once you're champ, you're not just training and fighting. You you've got to do all the extra stuff that goes with it. But it was really good to see him get a win. I don't know what's next. Does that open up the door for an Adesanya rematch? I would say so, but it depends whether they make him fight uh, Paul Costa or someone first. Or are those is Adesanya and Costa fighting soon? Um, no, who is, is that booked? I'm not sure. I think Ad- Adesanya's definitely got a fight coming up. Is there's, that Costa? I think there's, t- I'm not sure if it's official yet, but they're, they're yeah, talking yeah. about it. Yeah, nice. Yeah, no, that'll be a good fight. Um, I know there was, um, I know, uh, that there was a one, there was one stoppage on the card that sort of. Turned, oh, on know, the weekend? Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't, I missed it, but it. I saw the headlines afterwards. Yeah, look, I can, I can see why people are sort of blowing up a little bit about it. Um, you know. Well, Dan Hardy commentating cage side was was yelling it, and Herb, yeah. Herb Dean has since come out and said it's dangerous for him to do that, particularly in an arena where there's no fans, because the only people that are supposed to be in the arena are professionals, and yeah. Herb's actually listening for the doctor to yell something, yeah. or I think there was some I can't, I can't remember who the other official is that can potentially be feeding him information, but yeah. Um, I think it probably looked worse on camera than it was, and it probably didn't help that the commentator was blowing up. But um, I could definitely see why. Um, old mate, he's, he's knocked him out, clean yeah. hit. Um, the guy who got hit, I can't remember the names. But it was a, I think it was one of the early car, um, early fights on the undercard. Yeah. And um, anyway, he was winning the fight whole way. Uh, I, think it was, I think it was late in the third, and boom, knockout. And he's knocked him out. He's clean out. So he's throwing a punch as he's falling backwards, like in the midair at no yeah. one. And he hits the ground, and old mate's kind of over the top of him, looking at Herb like, "Do do you want me to keep hitting him?" Yeah. And you know, Herb obviously does nothing. He hits him maybe two or three times, and Herb stops it. But um, yeah, I can definitely see how people would sort of feel uncomfortable with that because he was he was out. He I was, think Dan Hardy out. knew the guy that had got knocked out, so he's, yeah, he's obviously there's a bit of emotion there. He's trying yeah. to protect the fighter, and it yeah. is important, but you know, those extra couple of shots could potentially do some damage. But it's or what happens if? You're waiting to you, you're waiting to hit him again, and he goes, "Oh, comes too, bang, he's back up, it's yeah. fight on." So you, it always kind of makes you cringe with the UFC when they they clearly knock him out and then they boom on top of him hitting him. But it's the sport, I guess. You know, you you go to the whistle, right? Yeah, it's the same as footy. You know, you, you played all the final bell. Yeah, it's hard. I, it's even like 
you know, Masvidal cop shit after he knocked Ben Askren out for giving him a couple of extra. He was clearly out cold. Yeah. I, I don't like to see it, to be honest. I think once you've... I'd rather see the walk-off, you know. Hit, yeah. Take the shot and... Turn and around, yeah. The, but, yeah. But you're right. If if they're not out and they spring back up, well, then you look like a look like a goose. But yeah, um, I, I don't know. More impressive, I reckon, is the walk off knockout. Yeah, for sure. And but you got to you got to remember, you know, Herb's probably one of the biggest veterans, you know, in the sport when it comes to being a ref. You know, he knows what he's doing. He's done it plenty of times. Yeah, he probably could have stopped a little early, but it's not the end of the world. Everyone's all right. So yeah, yeah. Um. F1, you've been staying up late nights? I've been staying up till about five minutes before the race starts and I've been passing out every time. But I'm the same. My staying power <laughs> for late night Formula One since COVID hit has uh, really dwindled. And yeah. I don't know if I've made it through a race yet, but I do like the back-to-back, the double headers, you know. Mm. The, um, I think so we, we had the weekend off there at Silverstone, I think, this weekend. Looking like an absolute masterstroke from Ricardo to go to McLaren instead of Ford, doesn't Ferrari. It, doesn't it? McLaren Everyone, having a flyer. I was one of the people that was begging for him to get the seat when Vettel vacated. But as it turns out, Ferrari are going backwards and McLaren are, are climbing the uh, the rankings. So. Well, yeah, you just wait till that McLaren's powered by a Mercedes. And I, I don't know if you'll be able to stop it. You know, it'll be up there with the top top two or three, I think, nearly every race. But if you know if this season's anything to go by, yeah. Um, Get the get get another powertrain in there and yeah, see what happens. You know, it could be really interesting. But we've also got these real changes coming in. Was that twenty twenty two now? Yeah. So next year is the same as what it is this year. Yeah. But McLaren have got a dispensation because because they're not currently powered by a Mercedes, they do have uh, permission to make some changes to their car to fit that new engine. Ah, okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. So well, so if they didn't, they'd have to keep the car pretty much exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, um, well, even with Racing Point, it seems everyone was sort of giving them shit yeah, about copying the Mercedes, and it seems to be working out all right for them. Well, well no, the problem is that it's illegal. I, well, I thought they were saying that it is legal if you're doing it off photos. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, okay. I don't know how that works, but I think I'm not smart enough to answer that question. But I, from my understanding is that the parts, there's a certain amount of parts on on the car that can be the same or can be manufactured or designed for common use. Yeah. And then there's essentially there's a few things that are just supposed to be unique to the car. And yeah, okay. The, well, the, you'd, think, you'd think if they were going to change one thing, it'd be on the front spoiler where it's actually a round. It's a bit of a, like, it's rounded for, like, the Mercedes logo. Yeah. You'd think they would have at least <laughs> changed that. You reckon they would have got, got, should have got rid of the logo. Uh, but, yeah. Oh, what else has been happening, mate? How's life been happening? Uh, how's life been on the Gold Coast? I, I tell you what, I'm, I'm disappearing down the UFO rad, rabbit hole. Yeah? Yeah. I want to I wanna play you a couple of things because okay. I, I called it on last year's pod. Right. Um, last year's pod. Uh, if I go to it. Let me just, um, I don't know if it's going to work. Just bear with me a second. So... Uh, last year, episode 16, so people can go and check it out if they like. So it's 8th, 8th of July, so pretty much 12 months ago. I, I said this on the podcast. Yeah. That's how Trump <laughs> That's how Trump wins the next election, right? So so for those wow. that haven't watched it, uh, this Bob Lazar basically worked at, uh, according to him, a subsection of Area 51 called S4 back in the late 80s, yeah. reverse engineering a power source that could 
create gravity, basically. Mm. Uh, a lot of the stuff that he got um, shot down for back then has come out and since been proven true. This is this is Trump. He's, he's going to come out a week before the next election. It's all real. UFOs, folks. I'll, I'll release it all. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. We're not sharing Very. it with China. No, no China. <laughs> Very good, Matty. <laughs> Just love being there. So that's it. That's the hook. He's going to go, you've got to vote for me. And, and I'll tell you all about, the, I'll tell you all about yeah, the flying true. sources. Me and called it. So, so that's me, July 8th, last year. This is pre-COVID, pre-everything that's going on in the world. Um, you know, back then, Trump was probably ahead in the polls, all that sort of jazz, but I called it back then. This is, this is Trump last month uh, on, a, on his son's podcast. So I've got to credit the Triggered podcast uh, with Donald Trump Jr. Oh, just have a listen to this. There's aliens, because this is the only thing I really want to know. I, I want to know what's going on. Would you ever open up Roswell and let us know what's really going on there? So many people ask me that question. I know, yeah. it sounds almost ridiculous, no, but it's actually it the real question I want to know. It sounds like a cute question, but it's actually, there are millions and millions of people that want to go there, that want to see it. I won't talk to you about what I know about it, but it's very interesting. But Roswell's a very interesting place with a lot of people that would like to know what's going on. So you're saying you may declassify it? Oh. You'll, you'll, you'll take it? Well, I'll, I, I'll have to think about that one, right? All right. I'll well, have to think. All right. So a couple of weeks ago, I found myself to be the subject of a, a pretty big meme. What do you reckon? Is that not just leaving the, the, the bait out there for everyone to go, oh, he's going to tell us? <laughs> We're seeing articles in the New York Times. So it's not about whether or not you believe in UFOs anymore because believe sort of insinuating and, and I'm sort of pinching from the New York Times here. But belief is, is whether or not some, you know, you know, you believe in, in God or do you believe in miracles or, you know, do you believe in the tooth fairy? It's no longer about believing with UFOs. Yeah, here it is. The government of, of America or the Pentagon has basically released certain uh, documents and there's certain people that are certain people that were high level clearance that is basically saying they're studying or they're they're looking into unidentified i'm not what's saying aliens unidentified objects so i'm certainly no pioneer and this is a little bit cliche for us to talk about but i find it fascinating i think i even said on that pod last year there's, there's nothing saying that they're aliens but yeah. what if this is that forgotten civilization and they've been hiding from us in the ocean possibly quite possibly because there's, there's talk of these these tic-tac aircraft that basically can drop out of out of the sixty thousand feet is where they register them but they're basically saying they're dropping in from space hitting the ocean but not making a splash they move like like a ping pong ball in a glass jar yeah so no craft that we could possibly have on Earth, the heat signature does not display any sort of, um, you know, fuel or fumes or, you know, exhaust coming out of these things. So they're not propelled the way we would propel an aircraft. Uh, I'm not saying aliens are real people, but it's 2020. Brace yourselves for the back end of the year. Yeah. Look, how, 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 how much more crazy can it get? You know, what else can happen this year? It's, it's only halfway through. Touch wood. Don't say shit like that. We're just over halfway. Just over halfway. Bring it on. I'm ready for it. Aliens. Yeah. I reckon the aliens. Hopefully, they're nice people. (laughs) 
Maybe they're just waiting for us to get our shit together enough that they can actually make contact. Well, what, uh, <laughs> one of the theories is that they're trying to save us from ourselves. So, you know, my, uh, my uh, I don't know if idol's the right word, but someone I, I look to for inspiration, Joe Rogan, he's, he, he reckons they're trying to save us from ourselves. Like, yeah, that right. they really started appearing yeah. after we started, we went nuclear. Yeah, so after yeah. Hiroshima, that's when... Like, whoa, 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 hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's, he's doing it wrong. <laughs> Potentially we're just a farm for them. And they're like, hey, hey, you're going you're gonna to damage the merchandise. Yeah, well, I used to get down the rabbit hole a little bit with it. You know, a few years ago, I, I, I don't like to get into it too much anymore. You, you just absorb you. But I used to, one, th- one of the theories was, is, you know, we're a hybrid, we're a hybrid race. Uh, you know, they kind of went Neanderthals and then, you know, them sort of mixed us together and created just like a, like a civilization just to mine gold. Like, and that's why we have such a love for gold and golden mm, things because wow. it's super conductive. So they, they come down every when every period of whatever the, the the I think what was the the planet that sort of comes close enough to us every few whatevers and anyway your story uh, Nibiru? hey there's a, that Neo wise comment comment is out there at the moment yeah right okay maybe they're on that but yeah and apparently they come down and pick up their gold off they go and yeah well. You know, another theory is that potentially all all along human civilization, they've just sort of given us a little nudge in the right direction each time. Like, you know, maybe maybe they they're like, "Oh, check out this wheel thing," and then <laughs> and then it was like, "Oh, you know, check out gunpowder," and then it was, "Oh shit, they've gone nuclear." Yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen solar farms? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Elon Musk has been sent here to try and save the place. <laughs> I would not be surprised. He's uh he's one weird character, isn't he? I love him. I love. Him. I reckon, don't 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 get me wrong. I think he's great. But yeah, he's he'd be an interesting dude to, to have a couple of beers with. I don't sure. know if he is though. His brain's just it's just like constant, right? Yeah. Yeah. Awkward. I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I've been on the beers with you. Definitely <laughs> some parallels there. Uh, do you know what? That's about all I had for tonight. That's all you had. Short and sweet. Do you know what I had? What, oh, you want to throw something out there? <laughs> Why not? You know what Have I had Have you ever to... done the three questions? Yeah. You did? Yeah, You've I did. you done the three, the big three? Yeah. Any changes to your answers? Don't remember my answers. Okay. So look, let's, just, let's just run with what was there. Previous. I'm sure I nailed it the first time. Righto. Um, this is a lawsuit waiting to happen. What's that? I got this, I got this ad on my phone last night. Yep. The Big Jack. <laughs> Hungry Jacks. <laughs> I ordered one today. And I, for whatever reason, I was super excited about it, but it pretty much just tastes like a Big Mac, but with uh, Hungry Jack's patties. So um, I'll save everybody the trip. <laughs> it's pretty much exactly how it sounds. So how is how is yeah that that'll end up in the courts for sure. Oh, the Big Jack, the Big Mac. Maybe. Well, I think that maybe they're just taking a dive because they got all these other companies like recreating the the special sauce. Yeah, and it's like I guess I guess Hungry Jack's is like well, no one sued them. Yeah, okay. Because like, I guess it's like an argument, right? Like a, a ch- cheeseburgers always look the same, no matter like. And when I say look the same, like they got the same sort of components. Yeah. Well, who's to say that you can't build a burger that kind of looks like another burger, yeah, and call it the Big Jack because it's big, and it's actually big. The one I got was I think it was called the Beggar Jack. It was like out of like quarter pounder patties. The Big Jack, yeah, Hungry Jacks, big mm. makes sense. That'll hold up. 
Yeah, that was probably that was a crucial bit of information. I'm glad you dropped that. that no worries. I just thought I'd try and spread that time out a little bit. Actually, more. what I wanted to tell everyone, we've got some new hats in stock. So send us a direct message. We will uh, shoot you out an email with our PayPal details and uh, yeah, adults snap. So for all those that uh, were worried their heads were too big to fit into the, the fitted caps last time, we've gone for the adult snapback. So twenty two dollars plus postage. Uh, Hit us up. We'll get one out to you. Other than that, you can find us at Beers and Banter on all the social platforms. Uh, please like, comment, share. Let us know your alien the- theories below. I really want to hear them. And uh, get out there and buy some Gripstar socks. Oh, yeah, Gripstar. Get some of the boys' socks. And um, we'll see you next week. Thanks Hopefully. for having me, Matty. Cheers, mate. Catch up. Bye. Bye.